Welcome to Live Better Longer on Legend 100.3, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Dr. John DeLuca will discuss common health issues and solutions through the modalities of integrative medicine and how they can benefit you. And now, Live Better Longer. Good morning and happy South Florida Saturday. Mike McGann here with you and welcome once again to Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Palm Beach Integrative Medicine, so easy to track down. You can give them a call at 561-630-8722, 561-630-8722. And you can learn more by uh, heading on over to the website, which is very simple, Palm Beach Integrative dot com palm beach integrative dot com and as always with me i've got my friend dr john deluca who is medical director of palm beach integrative medicine how you doing doc good morning mike how are you i'm always great when i'm here because i always learn cool things on this show and you know i love to learn i'm always very happy to see my friend courtney as well how are you courtney i'm good mike how are you doing i'm great got a special guest in the studio today as well we are going to be speaking with in just a couple of minutes and it's going to be a fascinating discussion today so, Dr. DeLuca, let's, uh, let's talk a bit about integrative medicine and one of the specific systems in the body today that um, I think people kind of take for granted sometimes or have some misconceptions about. Yes. Muscles. Muscles. Let's do it. Mike, I previously outed myself as a muscle-centric physician <laughs> yes. on, this, on this platform. And so today we're just going to devote our whole show talking about muscle. All right. Now, when I say muscle, I'm talking about the tissue muscle, not, not necessarily your biceps or your, or your quadriceps, right. but I'm talking about the proteinaceous tissue that, that we are, has the, all the, um, uh, metabolic, mm -hmm. um, the metabolic actions that are very important for the body. Sure. Now, muscle, like a bicep or a thigh, a quadricep, could have fat in there, but we're not talking about fat tissue today. No, we're just talking about muscle tissue. Muscle today. tissue. The heart is muscle tissue. The, more, the heart is a is, is a kind of muscle. It's a specialized kind of muscle tissue, but it's it's and it's an important muscle nonetheless. Ideally, not a whole lot of fat around that if you can avoid it. <laughs> exactly. So um, I'm going to go out on the limb here, and I'm going to state that muscle is the number one organ of longevity. Oh, okay. Now I just heard some cardiologists screaming that it was the heart, and I heard some neurologists screaming it was the brain. But I'm going to say it's the muscle tissue. It's the organ, the muscle organ itself. Okay. And why do I say that? You might ask. I do ask because <laughs> I, my, my, my first that? thought would be heart and brain. Yes, but the muscle is important because you use the muscle to train the heart and the brain. Okay. You use exercise to, therefore, get your heart pumping. Okay. And get your heart, your blood flowing, and that also is uh, blood flow to the brain and also neurological input to the brain. It's a support system for both of them it, and it, the building system for both. It, it is. It makes so, plenty of sense. Really. While they're all important, and, and I'm sure a nephrologist, a kidney doctor would argue that the kidney is just as important as the other thing, but uh, I'm going to go and say that muscle is the most important tissue for longevity. Well, I mean, overall, it's, it's part of an integrated system anyway. It's something that we need to understand and make sure that our entire muscular system is healthy. Exactly. Because it supports the rest, literally as well as figuratively. Yeah, exactly. So there are basically, there was a lot of issues when it comes to muscle, but today we're going to focus on three different aspects of muscle function. Okay. One is size. Okay. One is strength. And one is power. Wow. Now, now, I think most people would think that those three were the same thing. And, there'd be, and they would be they wrong. They would be deeply wrong, right? Because you see that you're the big, he must be the biggest, strongest with the most power, right? But those things are not the same. Correct. Now, for longevity, for aging purposes, 
it has shown been, or been shown that strength is the more important factor there. Okay. However, power is also important. So what is the difference? Strength is the ability to move something. Okay. But power has an element of time to it. So it has to do with quickness. Okay. It has to do be able to, to respond in a, in, a, in a timely manner. Okay. So you could be very strong, have strength, but not very powerful if you can't move very quickly. Very quickly in that, sure. Okay. Now, when we say muscle size, people think of, oh, you know, guys flexing their biceps. And, and you picture Hulk Hogan muscle. talking about the 24-inch pythons, brother. A exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to say muscle volume is more important. Oh, now, that's an interesting distinction. Yes. Now, what does that mean? Well, that is the muscle tissue itself minus the fat that happens to be deposited in the muscle tissue because that has a negative metabolic effect versus the positive metabolic effect that the muscle tissue itself has. Wow. That I did not realize that you could have those two things kind of together. Yes. And, uh, wow. So now the muscle volume is important because that is one of the things that sucks up glucose okay. from your bloodstream. Now, that's interesting because one of the things that I have heard is that if you have more muscle volume, then you're more efficient at burning fat. So th I would assume that's part of the reason for that. It's taking some of the glucose out of the system before it can become that. Exactly. And another thing is it increases your basal metabolic rate, which is just basically the amount of energy you use just standing around oh, good. Or, or lying around. <laughs> Does that affect your metabolism? Then? Well, that's, that's exactly metabolic what it is. Rate. It, yeah, it, right. it is your metabolism. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Because you Reasons. can speed up your metabolism more, it slows down, and I know that always has a lot to do with, you know, if people are losing weight or gaining weight. That, sure. that is correct. So people, unfortunately, sometimes they lose, quote-unquote, weight, but they lose more f muscle tissue more muscle than tissue. they lose fat tissue. So they have lost weight, but they've lowered their metabolism. They've lowered their basic metabolic rate. Man, it's quite a puzzle. And there's well, a lot yeah. to it, but, but focusing on the muscle aspect of it seems to be the best starting point for this. Exactly. So that's why I'm going to say, yes, let's start with muscle. Okay. And let's get it healthy. Okay. And let's make it bigger and stronger and more powerful. All three of those things. All three of those things. Three different things. One system. All related. I love it. Hey, that's integrated, right? And that's what it's that's, all about. And that's why we're here. It's Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. Once again, 561-630-8722 is the number to call to... Uh, to get in touch with Palm Beach Integrative Medicine and uh, set up a, an initial consultation. Stop on in. They've got all kinds of great, the facility's amazing and lots of great procedures and things that you can get to get kicked off. Find out where you stand uh, with your body, what's happening in your body and take control of your health. There's a lot to learn about muscles. There's a, a, an immense amount and we're just scratching the surface today. And it's, um, it's a very complicated system, but sure. it fits in. Again, it's integrated into the body, and it's part and parcel of having a, a healthy existence. It all comes together, which I just love. Yeah. Now, our guest today is someone that, when it comes to muscle, he's somebody that is, is definitely an authority on it. And I'm talking about our friend, Dr. Clifford Morris. Now, Dr. Morris, he's an integrative medical scientist, internationally published. And, uh, I mean, he started, he was working with neurodegenerative diseases, uh, he had grants from NIH and Alzheimer's Association, but then he started to head up quite a few uh, clinical research and development labs, had some, some novel ideas when it came to integrative and regenerative medicine testing methods, some clinical research studies, a lot happening with that, and is taking some of these medical sciences and really translating them into the real world. It's a place that is so necessary. We really, really need it. And I love this when I looked at kind of what your philosophy is, Dr. Morris. The world will be saved when science and compassion intersect. I think we need both of those, and we more than ever at this point. So welcome to the program. How are you? Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure to be here. 
Yeah, those are some of the topics we're going to be talking today um, about, you know, how to build muscle, as Dr. DeLuca was explaining, but then how to keep it on from a longevity perspective. Okay. Um, everybody thinks muscle is just pure, you know, eating good amino acids, eating protein and working out. Sure. But as we are learning about the body with everything else we're learning about the body, it's so much more complex than that. And as an integrative scientist, I look at things from a very small level, you know, on the biochemistry level, all the way up to how your systems interact together as a body. And so that's it's inductive. You're starting in one place and adding to it till you get the whole picture. <laughs> exactly. And we still don't even understand the full scope and, and kind of some of the topic today that we'll be, we're speaking about all the way from things, I mean, your brain affects the way your muscles grow, your neurotransmitters, stress and your hormones, the way your adrenal gland reacts. These are all uh, determinants on how you build muscle. Interesting. Um, and through this all, really, I've come down to what I see as basically the five system cascade to building muscle as well as maintaining muscle as you grow older. The five um, system cascade. Five systems, yeah, and we'll chat about that uh, okay. in, in a little bit. And then ultimately, how do you keep muscle on as you age? Um, the argument of myostatin versus phallostatin. We'll talk about how one builds up muscle and one breaks down muscle and how that changes as you age. Well, all right, let's let's dive into it. Let's talk about that uh, that the cascade that, that you mentioned. Absolutely, let's get started. So it starts in the brain. Um, you know, <laughs> neurochemistry determines so much of who we are. Right. Genetics are very important, um, all the way to epigenetics, what you're exposed to in your environment. And when we say what are you exposed to, that's everything from what you eat to the work you do, the people you're around, your activity. Hmm. And there's a couple key um, you know, neurotransmitters that specifically relate to muscle. Um, and when we talk about the two neurotransmitters that a lot of people know about, it's dopamine right. and serotonin. Sure. Right? Dopamine gets you excited. Um, it's, it's, it's functional during the day, very energizing. Right. Serotonin's a little bit more sleep-like. Now, with dopamine, um, it's, it's really important that you have robust levels. People take a supplement called L-DOPA. Yes. Um, it's the precursor to dopamine. That in turn, the research has come out to show that it actually lowers prolactin levels, then in turn raises luteinizing hormone. Now, luteinizing hormone is involved in the testes and the ovaries in producing what? Testosterone. testosterone. Yep. Exactly. That is FSH and LH. Right yeah, there. there we go. We test for that. That's I knew that. that <laughs> so that's testing that's those that. levels are critical. In the room. <laughs> Absolutely. And so we understand there, just looking at that on a very simple level, Low dopamine, which almost everyone has in this day and age, affects your testosterone levels, which affect the performance, the growth, and the aging of your muscle. Well, I remember discussions that we had uh, about modern testosterone levels and where they fall on the scale historically. Yes. And how what was low is now like high-end average. It's crazy. And continues to fall every Keeps year. Keeps on dropping. I know. It's incredible. And the hard part with that, not to, uh, you know, uh, detract from our real conversation here is as those things happen, the expectations for what a normal testosterone level changes. The status quo has to adjust as well. We saw that with diabetes and how they changed A1C levels. Oh. Everyone was consuming too much sugar. Everyone's A1C levels went up. So what did they do? They just raised the reference range. Hey, just keep moving the goalposts, right? I mean, eventually <laughs> get the numbers you want to see whether they're accurate or not. There we go. 
Um, and, and, you know, that takes us into the next step of, you know, we're all low on dopamine, we're stressed out, we're not sleeping well. Cortisol is being coined as the anti-testosterone. Yes. And, and the, the research behind that is solid. It's not just um, a name that is trying to draw attention or one of these buzzwordy marketing uh, uh, terms. It's really true that there's solid science behind it. And why? So again, the reason is the way it reacts with your hypothalamic pituitary gonadal, your HPG axis, which is basically how your cortisol takes control of your body and your body will prioritize cortisol over any other hormone. Because why? You have to survive. Right. That's your fight, your, your, your fight hormone. That's your stress hormone. That is what keeps you alive. And so your body will fixate on producing cortisol. It lowers some of the other hormones that we were talking about earlier, LH, right. luteinizing hormone, okay. and it drops your testosterone production. Another thing that it does, it's pro-inflammatory. We are all in inflamed environments. Everything that we are exposed to is inflammatory. Our foods, um, you know, alcohol, cigarettes, anything that you're being exposed to is going to be inflammatory. Not to mention rhetoric these days. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think about that one. <laughs> Maybe that could be the most uh, impactful it one out of them be, all right? these days. I think it comes so. to stress level. Exactly. And, and it wrecks havoc on your body because all you want to do is fixate on fighting that lion, right? You well, have your to body's fight the trying lion to first. keep you alive. Everything else is going to be secondary to surviving that moment. And if we're stuck in that moment and our body is responding as if we're always there, I can see how that's a catch-22, doctor. Now you led me into the next thing. So cortisol is really important on an acute level. Okay. When you are trying to fight that lion that only comes around every now and then, these are deep evolutionary processes and you want to fight the lion, then comes things like eating, having sex, socializing. Right. So unless you get that under control, what your body does is convert that into a chronic response. Gets used to it every single day. Uh, probably all of us in this room today. <laughs> I'm understanding myself more with every, uh, every moment of this conversation. <laughs> and we see how it ties in. So then your body learns, right? Our bodies are very um, habit forming. They understand how to respond to your environment. So what can you do so that you can live the longest, right? We want to try and live as long as we can to have the best success, the best chance of ultimately procreating. And yes. that comes down to responding to stress and how we survive. And then your body becomes in this uh, chronic stress, which leads to things like, you know, your adrenals having um, dampened responses down the line. Yeah. So you get this flat output instead of an output that can go up and down when it's needed on demand. And when that goes out of balance, your entire body suffers. You get in this pro-inflammatory environment. Your sex hormones like testosterone and estrogen suffer. And ultimately, what is the final consequence of this? You're in a catabolic environment and you start burning muscle. You can't grow new muscle. Hypertrophy doesn't happen. Um, and you have weak and frail muscles. You know, Dr. DeLuca was talking about muscle performance. What are the KPIs, the key performance indicators of muscle? It's not only size strength and, and speed and longevity, how long those cells are lasting and functioning right. on a deep level. This, wow, there's a lot that goes into this. And it really is incredible because you look at the evolutionary hardwiring, 
compared to our current situations and see the effect that it has on us. Yes. Yeah, so we are, as a society, we are over fat and under muscled. Yeah, boy. And, and does that ever show in the numbers? And that's why we're, we're, we're here today. Yeah. And Dr. Morris has explained, oh, it's not muscles are, are all part of the system, starting with the brain. Yeah. And the effect of the, you know, the, the anabolic effect um, or the anti-autobolic effect or catabolic effect stress and cortisol have on the muscles, decreasing our performance, decreasing our just muscle size and volume, and how important it is, you know, to, um, to make sure you're getting the proper exercise in to maintain and build your muscle mass. So can I ask a question? Yeah, go for so it. So how do we do that? I think that's the big thing. How like, do we how, well, do, we, how do we deal with that? How we do we have do we, we have our five system cascade. Okay, and, and that's ex exactly you know um, uh, the good segue to talk about this. Your your we we just touched on neurotransmitters and cortisol and how that's the stress. Right. Those those are the primary. Those are the starting blocks of what enters this five system cascade. And the five systems are your gut. Okay amino acids, which are the building blocks to everything muscle-related, the sure. entire body. Proteins come from amino acids. Absolutely, yeah. and all the cofactors, they, they're ubiquitous around the body. They're found everywhere in the body, very important. Number three, inflammation and oxidative stress. Oof. If that's not dealt with, um, there's no point even going further down the list, <laughs> <laughs> which is number four, which is B vitamins and methylation. Right. A very understated um, nutraceutical environment in terms of muscle. Everyone thinks B vitamins are related to neurotransmitters, energy, things like that. They are, but they're also fundamentally important in your muscles. And then number five is the mitochondria. Getting deep into the cell is one of the most difficult things. There are so many fences and gates and toll gates that have to be paid by the body um, to get that through. You know, so it starts with the gut. You have to fix the gut, make sure it can absorb nutrients that are then required for the body. And the gut nowadays we're seeing, it has a response that is connected to your brain, your immune system. Um, it's responsible for B vitamin and uh, uh, D vit uh, vitamin D uh, synthesis. People with IBS are always low and deficient on B vitamins and, and vitamin D. Um, and so if the gut is not fixed, it can't absorb the amino acids that we need to get into the system, all the, all the supplements you're taking, all the nutraceuticals, everything that you're spending money on in this effort to try and build muscles are, are almost for null if the body cannot absorb them through a healthy gut. Okay. Then we go into the, the stage of inflammation and oxidative stress. That's basically, um, you know, your system, your computer system is running at a very slow rate. All your resources are being used but in the wrong way. Everything's focusing on inflammation and oxidative stress instead of building muscle. It's like when we used to defrag our hard drives. Uh, you yeah, know, the space was all being used, but the allocation was just Perfect. poor, right? That's an excellent way of looking at it. Misallocation of resources, 100%. Um, and some of those ancillary uh, resources, the things that help amino acids be absorbed, amino acids be used are B vitamins. Okay. Um, those are activators. They allow enzymes in your body to work so that this entire cascade functions correctly. And the p whole point of this is so that you can get energy, nutrients, um, cofactors into the mitochondria of the muscle. And when you've finally done all of that right. and you're getting good sleep, your body finally has the luxury and privilege of building muscle. When all of that is together 
and everything has been taken care of, all your tolls have been paid, all your systems are in line, you're luckily then have the privilege of building muscle. And that brings us to the topic of resistance exercise. There you go. The number one way to build muscle. Okay. We always want to do something that's efficacious and efficient. So the best way to do that for resistance training is what's called high intensity training. And that is basically taking one set to your maximum to okay. failure and do you do that for, you know, 8 to 10 exercises and you do that two times a week, maybe three. And that's all you need because muscle building does not happen in the gym. Muscle building happens when you get out of the gym and you're in your recovery. It's in recovery, right? And you've had the proper nutrients that Dr. Morris just talked about, the amino acids, the B vitamins, all the other things, in order for you to actually have your muscle respond to the stimulus of the the resistance training. Wow. Your, Your muscle says, actually gets broken down during training. Right. And the body takes that as a stressor and says, well, I have to I have to rebuild a little bit stronger, a little stronger. than what I was sure. to overcome this in case I have to do this again next week. I, I, I love how really that just lays out how it actually works because that's people don't understand that that's really it. The body is basically saying, okay, next time this happens, I need to be better prepared. Exactly. Yeah. I got to get ready for this. Makes sense. And so exercise, especially resistance exercise, decreases what's called senescent cells. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard that term. I have not. It's, they're also called zombie cells. They're cells that aren't dead, but they're not really fully functioning. And the problem with that is they secrete a lot of inflammatory um, cytokines or myo or sorry cytokines with different signals that cause inflammation over the entire body. Oh, well, couch potato syndrome, I'm sure, is just great for that. <laughs> so building strength is also important for longevity. And as a matter of fact, you can't neglect your legs. You see a lot of people at the gym, hmm. all upper body, little, oh, pe- little pencil legs. Skipping leg day again, right? Yeah, Come on, can, no. Well, that, that's how, that's our support. Yeah, yes. So your lower extremity strength is proportional to your longevity. Yeah. It's inversely proportional to mortality. Wow. Okay. That's so you can slit, yeah. So in our office, it's not easy to test leg strength, but we can use a, a marker for that. It's called grip strength. Yes. And so it, it, it correlates, but it's not it's not perfect, but it correlates. Sure. Um, exercise also increases what's called brain-derived neurotropic factor. Okay. And that is miracle growth for your brain. That's what helps your brain miracle grow. Miracle growth for your brain. I love Back that. Back to why like I said muscle was more important, you know, as a longevity sure. organ. Um, muscle. In, uh, secretes these call, thing called myokines, yes. which are very good uh, anti-inflammatory and good signaling molecules. And as we decrease our fat, fat, they produce what is called endipokine. That's a negative type of uh, a signal. Okay. And then we don't want those. We want we want a lot of the good ones. So as we we balance our incre- or, or balance our um, skeletal system, we want more muscle, less fat. Sure. Yeah. So we want to be. Just good, adequately muscled, and have a low level of fat, and that's good. that's your longevity secret right there. It's balance. It's I mean, balance. again, it's it's a balance in, in in the proper way, and certainly our lives are out of balance in so many ways. We're extra inflamed. We're stuck in fight or flight. We're not sleeping well. All of these things are are. I love how it all comes down to the muscle in yes. this. I mean, how you started this, doctor, mm-hmm. is is kind of the exact thread we followed the entire program. Yes, and exercise is a great stress reducer. Oh, boy, is that true. When I get exercise, not as often as I should, but I'm telling you. It's and endorphins, right? They make you happy. 
Yes, exactly. I can quote well, Legally a, Blonde right now, but I'm not going to. It's like me being on stage, right? I mean, I, I get a little exercise when I'm there because I never stop moving. There you go. And it blows off steam, but I also feel great afterward. Yes. And so, Dr. Morris and Dr. DeLuca, I'm going to ask you both the same question, and I want to hear both of your answers. What do you wish people knew about muscle? Oh, so much. Um, but if you had to summarize it down to maybe a sentence or two, um, that it's a consequence of not only what we eat, but our environment as well. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, it's so much more complex than just eating and mm -hmm. working out. And that um, taking care of your muscle proactively, using things like, you know, um, eating and taking nutraceuticals in a, in a preventive attitude, instead of trying to address it down the line. I think, you know, working out well, um, doing the right type of training, these are all factors. So, so the long and short of it is that um, we have to pay attention to how much more goes into building healthy, long-term muscle. Yeah, it's not just about having that protein after the gym, right? There's so much more before it before you even get into the gym. Yeah. Absolutely. What do we say here? An ounce of prevention is like 10 tons of cure. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Well, I would say people should know that it's harder to put on muscle than it is to lose it, oh, yeah. especially as you get older. Really? Yes. So I would say um, get started on your program today. And a little secret that we have in our office, uh, we have peptide therapy, oh, yes. which enhances muscle, uh, muscle development to go along with your workout. It's not, a, it's not a replacement for your workout, but it, it augments it. No, it helps out. And that, that's the bottom line. It's part of an integrated system to be healthy. You've got that cascade process. You've got the other things that are available at Palm Beach Integrative. And the result is a healthy set of muscle that is growing, that is in proper proportion to the fat in your body, that properly supports the skeletal system, that properly supports the heart and the brain. It's the root of it, as we've learned today on this program. It all comes together. And that's integrated. I can't believe we did it. I can't believe we did that. We made it happen. We always do. I mean, that, it's integrative. That's, the, that's the, the whole point of this, right? Integrative systems, integrative health. And that's what Palm Beach Integrative is all about. By the way, you can learn more because uh, Dr. Clifford Morris is on LinkedIn. I believe it's Clifford M.J. Morris. Is that correct? Correct. And you can uh, track Dr. Clifford Morris down there. Thank you so much for all of the information today. I love it because I learned so much on the show and I learned a lot from you today. Thank you for oh, that. Thank you for having me. Always, uh, always a privilege to be able to educate people, get the word out there and help people live better. That is the name of the game. And of course, you can learn a lot more about Palm Beach Integrative Medicine by calling 561 6308722561630822 or palmbeachintegrative.com and Courtney always has a little more information for us about how you can get your questions and questions answered on the air and a few other ways that you can uh, learn more about Palm Beach Integrative on social media. Here we go. Submit your questions. Uh, palmbeachintegrative.com, the live better longer tab, social media, we're um, on Instagram, Palm Beach Integrative Med. Facebook, PBI Medicine, Dr. DeLuca's on Twitter, Dr. John DeLuca, and then you can also find us on Spotify, Live Better Longer, um, to listen to our podcast as well and maybe give us a five-star rating. Yeah, give that five-star rating. I mean, I've had some friends... If you feel so generous. Well, I've had some friends who've checked out Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. I know that you've done some therapy on some friends of mine over the past couple of weeks, and uh, it's been powerfully effective for them. So thank you for that. Thank you for tuning in and reaching out. Learn more, palmbeachintegrative.com and uh, 561-630-8722. This is Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. Lots more legendary programming on the way on our South Florida Saturday morning. Mike McGann here. Stick around. Thanks for listening to Live Better Longer, brought to you by Palm Beach Integrative Medicine. 
Learn more and set up your consultation today by calling 561-630-8722 or visit palmbeachintegrative.com. Tune in next week for another edition of Live Better Longer on Legends 100.3. The preceding program was presented for informational purposes only. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. Always consult a physician for specific health care advice.